you need tonight A little something to whet your appetite And it's gonna make you feel alright Sweet gravy and Carmen Kirk Check them out as they go to work c -c congratulations on your new podcast Now open up a cannibal bass And blast, blast, blast And I hope you like this show. Wow. Wow, yeah. Ooh, Carmen. Welcome back to another episode of Sweet Gravy. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. How you are know, you? I'm doing good. You know, they say that uh, the podcast space is becoming... A little oversaturated. Absolutely. And they said that a lot of people that uh, a lot of people that started podcasts once the world started to open back up, you know, a little bit, mm -hmm. and things started to get back to normal, that uh, people that really weren't into it, they're starting to drop off. Wouldn't do it. Yeah. Have you noticed anybody that has kind of pulled back on their podcasting? Bad friends with Bobby Lee. No, and, they uh, still do it. They, they do it. They still weekly. do it. But you can tell that they have other shit going I, on. I don't mean like. Have you seen anybody like kind of? You're talking about podcasts just being completely stopped. Yeah. I haven't noticed any specific. Oh, you have any? I have one. What? The oh, Mister Steal your song, Donnell Rollins. He, he ain't around no more. Nah, he hasn't oh, done a man. he hasn't done a podcast since I'd say about April. I think that the date was yeah April, May, June, July. You I, see, that's the thing. He like you said, he never wanted to do it. People just was like, "You should do it." Just a podcast space. Hey, you should like get in there. Yeah. So he never wanted to do it in the first place. He just did it. And don't get me wrong; it was funny. Mm -hmm. A lot of it was funny, but. Right. He didn't have a structure, and I don't think he actually wanted to do it in the first place. I think that uh, he he found out that it was a way to make income. Yeah, he's. I think he's seen everyone else making income, and uh, a lot of his friends in the podcast. We haven't place. figured that part out yet, but you know, people have. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think part of it has to do with he started selling candles. You know. They yeah. started making some money off of some candles. Now he's uh, in the marijuana business. Yeah. Well, I also think that it depends on what you do for a living. Like he does something for a living to where he doesn't have a nine to five. Right. So he's able to uh, spend time and take the time to do it. Mm -hmm. Whether he made it successful or not right. is a different story. But for me and you, it's not possible. Like we can we can put our all into it, but we really can't right now. You know what I mean? No, I think that we I put in decent effort. We do. We put in a lot of effort, but it's different from somebody who does comedy for a living, who they are depending on dates and shows, so you they feel... have the extra time to. They they don't have a clock that they're punching. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So. Like, at the end of the day, we can do as much as we can, but at this time, I still got to be at work. Mm -hmm. 
So I can't do anything more than what my schedule allows. Right. Yeah. But your schedule's wide open. Right now it is, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got a wide open schedule. Yeah, but we do the podcast together, so it's not like I can just, just going to get on here and just be talking like, yeah, y'all. If I got on here, Kirk, and I was doing a podcast by myself, mm-hmm. you'd be like, I'm not editing that. I'm not. There's no I would fucking do way. I would, I, would, uh, I would take the time and, you know, if you wanted to, you know how everything's set up. If you wanted to do a podcast with somebody that you wanted to do one with and I wasn't here, I'd, I'd do the post on it. I think that's something we should definitely uh, take into consideration. In the we future. have. I've always told you to. I don't like people to come to my house. Uh-huh. You got to clean up. You got to make sure things are straight. Maybe I'll try in the next few days, see if I can get a podcast guest. Mm-hmm. So I think you give me too much credit about setting up the equipment. Yeah, <laughs> probably. not that good. Probably do. Everybody needs uh, something to do. Yeah. Um, but you know, that could be a hobby. We talk about your hobby. You just were told that you've got two more weeks of no work. You right. got no work. Right. Here, let me fix this for you. And then at this point, it, um, at this point I have to the ninth uh-huh. where I'm off. Yeah. You have till the ninth about the time that this is released. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Like you guys saw on the last podcast, which I want to discuss okay. the the last podcast. I don't like bugs. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I can't have people in my household if it's not clean, if it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't want people bugs. coming in. Yeah, you don't no want nobody to know that you got bugs in your house. No, I don't got bugs in my house. <laughs> you gonna be fucked up right now. <laughs> you don't want. I get it. You don't want anybody to know that you got bugs in your house. No, I get that's it. not a, true. It's a, it brings many family shame. The, first off, any person that I invite over to the podcast got more bugs than we got. Uh, you guarantee think so? you. Yeah, because ain't nobody anal like me about it. Uh-huh. I hate it. Most people just accept it. <laughs> okay so uh maybe in the next week i'll try to that's actually not a bad idea maybe i'll try to pump out a couple podcasts with random people mm-hmm. it's just a weird thing because people got lives man like people the podcast world is something that people want to do but i don't think people actually had a time to do it mm-hmm. or they don't make the time to do it it's the time it's making time and then once you get get it it's it's a lot more effort than what you think, right? Yeah, well, it's really to... not, but it can be, depending on what how how you're trying to put it out. Like it it can be work, it cannot be work. You know, I think it's more work for you than than me. If uh-huh. I was to set everything up, record a podcast, press stop recording, you still got to edit it and like do all the extra shit behind the scenes. I uh-huh. think that's the biggest part that people don't understand is like editing and like uploading videos and doing mm-hmm. the behind the scenes stuff. People just see like us talking and they're like, oh, they just talk. Mm-hmm. But like what the camera set up, the editing, all that stuff behind the scenes, that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that shit. So And I, I take shortcuts even just doing this. So, uh, you, you can do things away where there's an audio file and then you have the video file right. and then you sync it up. But right. I, I kind of cheat because I act like the camera is a pair of headphones and I jack it into the microphone. Right. And so then I don't have to sync it. Right. You know how like in yeah, the movies. Yeah, you got the audio and the videos already together. Yeah, but a lot of people, they, they have to sync it, you know. It's so like um, 
you know what a clapper is like in movies where they'll be like seeing blah 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 clap, mm-hmm. and then they go clack mm-hmm. that's to to it's a visual so you can see like where this loud noise comes from mm-hmm. and then you match it up right and i don't need to do that because it's all and that would be one thing and then typically we don't have to i i've had to the video wise i've had to you know cut in the middle of a podcast one time mm-hmm. <laughs> just once and then other than that i just trimmed the front and the back right so um, it, it's pretty that's pretty simple it still takes a long time but it's simple editing yeah but think about that taking a long time with just me and you doing it versus mm-hmm. somebody doing it on their own and like even if they had that simple of a process it's still a lot right especially if like you considering people that might be working mm-hmm. and have kids that right. they got to watch after and and those things are hard to do when you have so many factors behind the scenes yeah but people still have hobbies even if you have kids you know things come out of the way but you still yeah. have hobbies and that's yeah. something that so this is something you have to make as a hobby right you can't have other hobbies right <laughs> if you got the kids you got work this can be your only hobby you can't be like oh well my other hobby is painting mm-hmm. well you still got to do the podcast yeah. you got to make sure shit is right but a lot of podcasts don't do video very true so that's a thing too and see where that got him <laughs> Donnell? Mark Marin. Mark Marin? He's yeah. he's one of the most successful podcasts there are. I agree, but he talked about Joe Rogan and I don't like that. <laughs> now I'm sorry. I just got a problem right now because okay. Mark Marin, which is Kirk's guy, I understand that Mark Marin has one of the number one podcasts in right. the space. But he wonders why is he not getting these large that's, deals? That's that's not what had happened. What had happened? That's what that's what I heard. What said? What was said was he was on um, Two Bears One Cave with Tom Segura, mm-hmm. and uh, they were talking. Tom Segura is one of the once Joe Rogan. He he said that uh, Joe Rogan said sorry. Uh, uh, Joe Rogan said yes. I'm getting it right. Uh, he said hey. Um, I'm moving out of California. The 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 comedy store, which is the place that he frequents, you know, yeah, he goes it's the to main like, spot that most comedians that are that have a reputation go. He said they're not doing shows right now. I'm out of here. I'm mm-hmm. going to Texas, Austin, Texas specifically, yeah. and I'm gonna maybe open up a club out there. And who's coming with me? Yeah, and who's coming with me? And he's like, Hey, Joey Diaz, you want to come with me? He's like, No. No, dog, I'm I'm going to Jersey, you know. And mm-hmm. he went up to New Jersey, and you know Tim Dillon went down there with them. Yeah. Tom Segura went down. Um, and there's some other people that that we probably don't know about. Uh-huh. I think uh, it was a group of people that followed Joe Rogan down to Austin. Especially like after that deal, he he making all that money is like you because know what made, something going on right in that space. He made a hundred million dollars from Spotify, right? Right. And it was the same year, and it wasn't like just because of the pandemic or anything, all that stuff was in the works already. Right. So it just was happened to be timing. And then, so all these people went and Tom Segura was one of those people. Mark Marin, guest on uh, Two Bears, One Cave, was and talking. Tom Segura is one of the hosts. Tom Segura is one of the hosts. Mark Marin's there. And he said, what kind of crazy thought, this crazy pandemic talk that you think that Hollywood's just not gonna be in California anymore? It's just gonna leave Los Angeles? It's crazy. The it's there for a reason because there's yeah. so much sunshine. They can consistently film there, you know, and the temperatures 
okay. You know, it's mm-hmm. not cold. Like, there's a reason why that business is in California. Right. And that's where the jobs are, too. So, also, Mark Marin, he's become more and more of a actor. He acts a lot, you know, these yeah. days. But, uh, I mean, I feel like if it wasn't for the pandemic, Joe Rogan probably wouldn't have chosen to go to Austin. I don't think he would have made that decision no. if everything didn't shut down. No, he wouldn't have. So it was more so like everything shut down and regulated. Let's right. go somewhere where it's not. Right. Yeah. But, and so... <laughs> Mark Marin said, "Hey, you know, you you followed him down there, but I get it that you're not." Uh, he says this to Tom Segura. I get it, you're you're not, but you know, you're your own man. But you you know, everybody else did, and they were just kind of laughing about it. And he's like, "Yeah, and why wouldn't I be bitter about Joe Rogan? You know, like he got all that money, and all he does is go, hmm, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> it was his exact words but that was it that was it was just like he was like mm. and he he you know talks about himself like being well because and the thing is joe rogan developed a reputation because he's been doing it for so long so he's and but they then, both started at about the same time i agree with you would do mark Marin fight in the ufc do mark Marin got ties to the ufc no. do he got ties to the reality show business and f- with fear factor no yeah, but Mark- Joe Rogan got the. I was a fan of Joe Rogan from Fear Factor and uh-huh. then UFC. Okay, he got all those people that he was able to like. But Mark Maron's been on TV since the '90s, also. Right, but who's watching Mark Maron? <laughs> a the lot nerds? of people do. Yeah, a lot of people do. We went to a sold-out show here in Portland, Carmen. Kirk, black people don't watch Mark Maron. <laughs> okay, they it- watch Joe Rogan though. <laughs> okay, that's what, what I'm about saying. It? He has multiple fan bases. He has fan bases that Mark Maron can't touch. That's, That's true. what I'm saying. Okay. He has a multitude of fan bases that Mark Maron is not coming close to touching. I kind of feel like you had did the same thing with Garth Brooks. You think that just because he's not in people in your circle that he's not in any circle. But that's not the not the case. I mean, it's obviously not. <laughs> no, I agree with you. It's obviously not. Mark Maron is one of the biggest podcasters right. in the world. So there's somebody listening to him. I don't disagree with right. that. However, what is going on right now? What is the mainstream media circuit that's going on right now? Like, who's taking control of that? It's young kids. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of black kids. And I would say it's an age demographic. I think even older people like Joe. I don't know. I feel like Joe Rogan got just a wider fan base than mm-hmm. Mark Maron. Definitely. For yeah. sure. That, he got the deal because the he got it. World. He got that deal because, because of that reason. Right. But... What he's saying is he's not saying I'm as as good or better. He's just like saying, yeah, I'm bitter. What's wrong with admitting that you are, you feel the way that you feel? There's nothing wrong with that, but you don't and, talk, you talk about Joe Rogan. And, and he's definitely joking. definitely not going to be a fan. And he's joking. Don't because care. you know who else frequents the comedy store and used to work there? Mark Marin. Yeah. So they they know each other. It's not it's not like he's like uh, behind his back. Ugh. But you don't think in the back of his head he think to himself like, damn, Joe Rogan is like getting all this, and no, why am I not so. getting it? I don't, you think, don't so. think he don't. He I don't think, think that, about that. I think that his career is in a different phase right now. Like I said, he's doing more acting. Um, he's he he during this whole thing, he didn't even think he wanted to do comedy anymore. Mm-hmm. He said it several times on the podcast, and. I find him him more entertaining. He actually has a decent conversation with somebody, and you get to learn about him, and it's not just two stoned people hanging out. Yeah, but you're also, I would say that you are not part of the stone community. Yeah. You're more of an intellect. Sure. So he might feed your ego a little bit more versus Joe Rogan, 
I wouldn't say ego, but not maybe. ego, but he he feeds <laughs> your point of view, your thought cerebral process, needs? your cere- right. cerebral needs, whatever you want to <laughs> okay. call it. Yeah. Versus Joe Rogan is catering. He brings guests on to cater to those people that right. he's not smart enough to reach. Right. And then he also caters to people who smoke weed. He caters to dummies. He caters mm-hmm. to people in the U.S. He just got yeah. too much going on. Too much going on. Yeah. Conspiracy so people. If, yeah, so if you want to be on Joe Rogan's level, then you need to be more hip. Yeah, you got to be more dumb. Hip. Yeah, that's... Oh, is the difference? You got to be more hip. You oh, okay. got to you got to get in there. You got to connect to these different audiences. Uh-huh. How could Mark Marin reach me? How? How can he reach you? How could Mark Marin reach me in a community that I'm in? I don't know. It's not possible with the content he talks about. Sure. You know what I mean? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. So But he's also not looking for you. Exactly. He's saying So he shouldn't be looking can, for that fucking Spotify check either then. He's not though. He's just saying he's just saying, yeah, I'm a little bit bitter, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I see I see his uh accomplishments and I know that he's the best and I always sit there and I'm like he's he's one of the best ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a weird thing in Hollywood when it comes to all that that I don't understand. It's what? a whole machine behind who gets what, why they get what they get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't understand it, but hopefully one day, Mark Marin, he'll get his $100 million <laughs> Spotify deal. Yeah, maybe one day. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it'll be another platform that takes him and be like, hey, he's making all this money. We should give him the money. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of other people, though. They won't give us no deal. Nope, no deals for us, but we also don't look for it. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got to look for it. All right, so changing topics. I feel like there are a lot of shows that we've been watching lately. We've been watching all the shows. Okay. We watched uh, The Quiet Place. We did. Number one and two. One and two, same night. Mm-hmm. Back to backsies. So scary. Well, you thought it was scary? Yeah, I'm so so scared of that stuff. Uh, I don't think it's scary. I think that it's, you know, there's, there's some jump scares in there, but you know, it was, they were both pretty good movies. I thought that, uh, they were great. Both of them, both of them decent, really good. And we had this conversation. You said that, uh, if we were in that, so for people who don't know what the quiet place is, it's a movie. Phones up, phones down. Phones up. Phones down. Phones down because you say it's so scary, it wouldn't be scary if you weren't watching it. Right. So put some phones down. Quiet exactly. Place too. Put your phones down and watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so The Quiet Place is a movie that there's these creatures and everyone in the movie has to be quiet. If you make mm-hmm. any sound, they can hear sound and they'll come get you. Right. And they'll kill you. Mm-hmm. So all they, the people they the don't movie, tell you why they kill the people that make the noise. No, they don't let you know. They don't that. even let you know why they're on the planet. But don't make noise because they'll kill you. Yeah, they're like aliens <laughs> that came down in like a spaceship and they kill people. They they only search for noise. So if yeah. you're making any noise, they'll come get you. Right. So all the people in the towns that's left, they have to be silent. Mm-hmm. And Kirk said, "If we were in this situation, I have to leave you because you would get me killed." Yeah. Damn. Yeah, one of these days you'll be like, well, I don't want to do that. You'll just say, I'll be like, well, we got to do this. And Kirk, like, I don't, for survival. I don't want to do that. And I was like, okay, well, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> you going to leave me? Yeah, I just got to go. 
that sucks because I feel like you can probably survive without me, but I can't survive without you. So if you leave me, I'm just dead. Uh-huh. That's it. Right. I'm too scary. I'm scared of bugs. I'm scared of everything. If you walk away, I'm dead. Wait, is is self preservation? Uh, if I were if I were not to preserve myself and stay with you, um, would that be like? What would that consider? Would I be sacrificing myself to be with you? A shitty husband. <laughs> That's what that is. You married to death do us apart, Kirk. Oh, yeah. Which means if I'm making noise or whatever, you're uh-huh. supposed to stay there and fight with me. You're right. not supposed to just leave and be like, this bitch making too much noise. I got to go. She going to get me killed. Yeah, but if you make those noises and then you die and then I can go. Yeah, you can go then. Okay. So I just have to like, I'll be like, oh, we're still together, but I'm going to live next door. <laughs> right you're supposed to just stay with me and just say bitch shut up mm-hmm. you might have to beat me up or something right <laughs> i don't know what it takes but it's it's a it's definitely an interesting scenario where you think about things mm-hmm. where you're like yeah i think that i would get both of us killed yeah <laughs> i don't cr- think i'd be able to like shut up mm. the the thing is like you watch things like that and how like people go crazy you know and how like like I can't remember what movie it was, or maybe a show. I can't remember what it was, but they were like everything was normal until the Wi-Fi went out. What was that? Do you remember? Mm-mm. I can't remember either. But they're like, yeah. Then the Wi-Fi went out. That's me too. Wi-Fi then- go out. <laughs> You've seen me react to Wi-Fi sure. going out. Yeah. Waterworks. Mm-hmm. I'm upset. You know, Very like, upset. You you immediately want to call. Uh, oh we have to the, the cable company you're like our wi-fi is down and they're like okay uh well uh we don't make a note of it until two other people call they'll say yeah they they were like until three people call we don't consider it a blackout or a blackout. an emergency and it's like well okay it was like so call back you don't like to hear no no i don't like that <laughs> and i want to pay for a service right you're like well what about me like i'm telling you that it's out yeah right they're like no we got to get a couple more Uh, complaints before we declare it an emergency Uh, situation right like oh my fucking god so i look at it like that like if our wi-fi is out are Mm -hmm. you going to reimburse me for that right i haven't been reimbursed one time even when the storm come in and knock everything out Uh no reimbursement has that happened yeah i don't it just happened a few days ago did it but it was out for a couple hours no it was just in and out oh it's just flickering. Just flickering. Yeah, there. that's enough for me oh, to be like, oh, I need a refund. I need a refund right now. <laughs> right now, right now, right now, right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. So, yeah. So, back to the quiet place. Carmen, into circle it into something you wanted to talk about before. That bug. Mm-hmm. When that bug, that fly zoomed past your face. Yeah. You go, oh, oh, oh. And you started making all these noises. What you expect me yeah, to act I think like? I got it down. Uh, no, I didn't. Set the- Please don't do no! that. No. We're going to get it next week, though. Um, <laughs> so. Kirk think it's funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. I keep, uh, it's on repeat. I play it all the time. Well, okay. So last week we you were, were like, ha- I got the these, ooh, I think, I, I think that those sheets are pretty good. Not like as good, but you know, pretty. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> We're, we happen to be talking about sheets on the last podcast. <laughs> right. I look out of my left eye, and there is a fly, a uh-huh. large fly. Because the, the flies going on right now, uh-huh. not small. Right. They're very They're large huge, flies. Huge. Gigantic. And this fly is crawling behind me on the wall, right next to my head. No respect at all. Mm-hmm. And I had no way out. And so I just screamed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's funny yeah it's hilarious Kirk thought and, it was the funniest and thing then ever. and then we were walking home from uh the 7-eleven the other day yesterday in fact and a fly flies it past was a you, bee and you ran in front of a car we were like we were walking in the sidewalk and then there's a little like outlet for like cars leaving uh mm-hmm. leaving a, a place and you run in front of it, screaming, screaming because of a fly. You think sound monsters I'm gonna I need to keep you around for? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I'll be like, she might see. She's yelling at uh, make believe gophers in the bushes over there. She got flies. It's not a make believe. <laughs> okay, now you now mind you at your job you got gophers too. Uh-huh. So you are very aware that they do pop out. They just be hanging out. All right. Okay, so we got gophers too. Uh-huh. They be popping out, they be chasing people, they be doing all type of shit. Right. All right, that's not normal living. <laughs> it's pretty normal though, right? No, gophers normally uh-huh. not be, they're not around people. <laughs> okay. I ain't never seen a gopher in Detroit. Uh-huh. It's a bigger city, obviously, so you're not going to see things like that. Right. So I like that. <laughs> I like that I don't have to see shit like that. Like, I got to deal with the mosquitoes, the bees, the flies, and then a gopher just icing on the cake. Like, mm-hmm. God damn. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I ran in front of that car because the bee got right in my face. And then I uh-huh. freaked out. And what I try to explain to Kirk is he thinks that I'm being overreact. I'm overreacting by running from a fly or a bee. But I'm genuinely scared. And this is how I react when I'm scared. It has nothing to do with me overreacting or nothing. I don't know how to act differently when I am frightened. And I my go-to is just, ah, or I just uh, run. Right. Yeah, I'm is not that- doing it purposely to be extra or dramatic or nothing. I'm just genuinely scared, and I get out of there. Right. I'm not the black girl that die in a movie. Mm-hmm. I run. I get the fuck Unless away from there. Unless it's a sound, sound monster. Yeah, you're right. You probably should leave me. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got to leave me. I'm going to get us both killed. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, you got permission if that Thank happens. You, you heard it here first. <laughs> okay. And then I'll, I'm uh, also addicted to this show called Below Deck. Below Deck. Apparently, it's been on for a while and everybody else know about it but me. Mm-hmm. It's so good, though. It's uh, about people that work on a cruise ship. They a work charter, on a, a charter boat. It's actually similar similar to our friend Christina that just visited recently. Uh-huh. So our friend Christina, uh, she does boat work. She worked on an island with us, and she comes to visit at least once a year. Mm. And uh, we got to hang out with her not too long ago, and she's actually on the same boat that's on this show. She's on a, a, yard, a yacht that charter people. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, um, I don't think her her yacht is as big. She's on what more of a sailboat yacht. Yeah, she looks really. It, it she's looks on pretty, a tall ship. She's on a tall ship, right? Mm-hmm. Now these things are like these large yachts, these large fancy yachts, and it tells you about the crew and like the cooks and stuff that work on them. Mm-hmm. And it's the people that live 
below deck. Below deck, right. right. The people that live and work <laughs> on these on these yachts. And it's very interesting because, man, like, I always wanted a job like that. You had one? Not like that. Okay. No, not like that. Like, that's a whole different ball game. being like, that's a little tiny space to... Mm-hmm produce food and you also got like all these entitled people that's doing all this shit mm-hmm. so it's a really good show and they show all the ins and outs the relationships the hookups all that but my most uh my favorite part of the show i think is the cook's quarters mm-hmm. and what the cooks do for the boat right that's interesting they're cooking in a small space smaller half our kitchen and it's very impressive to see people do that how many people do they cook for um like i think i think the largest amount i've seen is about 15 yeah yeah 15 to 20 people is the largest amount most of the time it's like somebody pays for it and then they have a group of friends that come so it's like a rich lady who pays for like a mm-hmm. group of her friends to come fantastic yeah but below deck is a show that i want to get into because i don't know once upon a time i wanted to do that type of work Mm-hmm. I just don't think that I'm a good enough cook to actually work on a boat like that. Right. And produce that top quality food that a charter, like if you charter a boat and you pay, like the last episode I watched, they got a $18,000 tip. Mm-hmm. How much was the goddamn? Well, I I was going to work for a the Portland Schooner Company and uh, they pay you like... Not a lot of money but a you day, get tips. but you get tips. Right. And the the captain I was talking to, he was like, but the tips are substantial, you know. And I was like, well, that sounds kind of cool. And it was just something that I, I wanted to, like, try. You only do it, like, three days a week. And you like boat life. You like the Yeah, I like life. being on boats. Yeah. yeah. Um, But it was, Maybe you need to get back to that. Maybe. Well, there's not many people who got that skill who can drive little small boats or anything. Like, even that small skill that you have of being able to drive a boat. Like, you might, it might not be driving a yacht or a big ship, but the fact that you have a little bit of knowledge about it, you can easily learn, like, the other stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Would you be okay with being, like, the girl off of Below Deck, the lady who drives the big yachts? I haven't seen it. You think you could drive a big yacht? Or no, big ship you have ship? to have a license. You have to get your captain's license to drive it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like it seems really hard to do it. Sure, you've got to get like hours. Mm-hmm. You know, hours of driving, Just moving be, a being big on a piece boat, of, and, you know, a, a big, gotta... a big fucking thing like that. Mm-hmm. Being able to maneuver it and like right. squeeze into a small, tiny space with a big ship. Yeah, but them. they have thrusters and they got yeah. they got the tricks that they know. Yeah. So for sure. Once you know how to do it, you know how to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. It's easier for you who uh, for you who at least know a little bit versus me. Mm-hmm. Dude, can you imagine me learning how to... You can't even teach me that. I'll be... Yeah. I can barely drive a car, let alone a goddamn ship. So many times <laughs> on those little Boston whalers that you would uh, we had on Catalina, you would see somebody and they would be like... <laughs> They they would they wouldn't hit your their parking correct if they were mm-hmm. like siding up to like a dock mm-hmm. or a float or something and they would just they would just hammer the 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 gas either in forward and reverse <laughs> because they would mm-hmm. freak out they just go, ah! <laughs> it's like don't do that you can go slow it's okay mm-hmm. like going fast isn't gonna help you <laughs> you know 
but it's funny. It just uh, takes time to learn. Yeah. Cars, cars, you don't have to, when you're driving a boat, you have to anticipate what you're going to, you have to think about what you're doing before you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like you have to move because it's not like wheels on pavement. You know, you turn the wheel, you go this way. You right. gotta, you gotta turn in the, the water. You know, mm-hmm. and the water's a moving thing. Mm-hmm. So it might be different this day than the other day. Yeah, it's just something you have to learn. It's definitely interesting. I think it's really cool though. Mm-hmm. So Kurt's been having this uh, this fun with this. This little oxygen tank that we got, which we also showed on last show. So we needed, we obviously, we uh, we cut last show short because my fly situation. And I figured we would. I thought we were going to just restart, but, <laughs> but we, we didn't. didn't. We didn't. We powered so, through. Yeah. Right. And we did the oxygen challenge when we was on there. And uh, we tried these little boost oxygen tanks. And mm-hmm. since then... Kirk has been following me around the house and spraying oxygen on me. Uh-huh. You used it for an outlet that you spilled water in. Spilled some water on it. That's not going to work. I tried it out. You need duster for that. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Sure it is. <laughs> Definitely not. The weird thing about this oxygen boost is that you don't know how much is left. Uh-huh. How much you say is in a bottle? 200 one-second puffs? Ooh, 10 liters. Oh my god. Ten liters, which means yes, uh two hundred one second breaths. Yeah. So and you can't really take a breath going Yeah. You gotta go you know? Yeah. That's some shit you need on a quiet place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of oxygen in the second movie. Yeah. But no spoilers here. Yeah. It's interesting though. Those little bottles I'm I don't know. I try to decide whether uh, or I try to, like, did they make a, did Shark Tank do a good job by taking that company on? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's we've seen it in multiple places, so they it's had at, to make money by It's at the Walgreens, and the Walgreens that I was at, by the time I was like, man, maybe we should get it for the podcast, it was sold out. Yeah. And then we went back, and then they all they had were these little tiny bottles. Yeah. So... Yeah, but that's I mean, the thing. They didn't have the little tiny bottles when I went there. So they're restocking. Uh-huh. So if it sells, is it a bad idea? No. Do you, do you make just this much? And then you're like, okay, that was enough. It's not really probably going to sell any more than that. Do you sell it to masses of people? And then do you have Peekaboo Street use it on the Olympics? I don't know. I feel like it's... um. Is it Summer Olympics right now? Yeah, oh, I think that Peekaboo is. Street, she's a she's a skier. She's not. Nobody care about her. <laughs> Peekaboo Street. It's my favorite joke. Did I ever tell it to you? Mm-mm. Um, Peekaboo Street. She was done skiing. She didn't make quite enough money on the chapstick commercials that she was doing mm-hmm. back in the day, and so she became a a nurse. Mm-hmm. She was a nurse that would like answer the phones. She was working in the ICU, but they had to let her go after her first day. Why? Because every time somebody would call, she'd go, Peekaboo, I see you. Okay. <laughs> you don't think that's a good joke? No. It's, I don't know what's going on with that. Peekaboo, I see intensive care unit. Yeah. Peekaboo, her name's Peekaboo Street. You know, That's like, her name? You go, yeah, Peekaboo Street. She'd go, Peekaboo, I see you. You know, like, Peekaboo, I yeah. see you. Yeah. That's the joke. 
Oh, that's a great joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't help it. You're a Joe Rogan fan. You don't understand it. <laughs> don't talk about Joe Rogan like that. You know I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. I don't like to talk about him. That's so funny. But yeah, uh, <laughs> you threw me off with that joke, and I'm just like, "What is her uh-huh. name? Pe- Who the fuck is Peekaboo, Peekaboo Street? Street? I said her name three times. <laughs> Who is she? She's a skier. She she was an Olympic skier, and that's her real name. Yeah, and her parents named her that. I imagine so. No, that's that's the problem right there. <laughs> okay, that's the problem with the joke right there. Is that that's her name? Yeah, but whenever people knew who she was, she was on TV. She was on television. She yeah, was, she was a big deal. Yeah, she was a big deal. So you said that uh, if we were to have a kid, you would name our kid what? Yeah, what? Deep Search. (laughs) (laughs) Deep Search is a good one. Yeah, that's a good name. (laughs) That's the same thing as Peekaboo Street. Uh Uh-huh. It's just a crazy name that people are going to be like, what? Like, it's going to throw people off. Uh I think that if you have a kid, you got to name them something where they can get a job. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I think a good job name for a kid would be something like, Caroline. Caroline? Yeah, that's a good name for a girl. I don't like Carol. It's too I have friends named Carol. It's too long. Yeah. That's three syllables. Yeah. Car- just Carol. Caroline. Just, yeah, just take Carol. Carol. Ah, I can't name And then Carol. for a boy you can you can just name him Bob. Bob? <laughs> Easy. I don't like either one of those names. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, Bob. Right. Bob, Bob is short for Robert. Bobert. Yeah. Um. No, I don't like those names. You got to be something interesting. Yeah. You got to give them a good name. Like Zinc. <laughs> yeah, Zinc. That works for a girl <laughs> and a boy. Yeah, it does. What a Zinc. Yeah. Yeah. And you could put an A in there before the I. So it could be like Zinc. <laughs> no, I don't like that either. No? No. Okay. Well. We have you could to- name them Crockett. No. Or Tubbs. Mm-mm. Why not? Nope. And as me and Kirk, we have these uh, Crockett and Tub things. Not me. Kirk has these right. Crockett and Tub figurines. Right. That's what you call them? Well, they're the Funko Pop vinyl uh, figures. Yeah. So they're right there, vinyl figures. Yeah. We've talked about this on a podcast before. He was supposed to give these out and send them out. But at the end of the day, it's Crockett and Tubs. Right. It's just one of those things. People well, I know who they're going to. Right. Right. Okay, we can't talk about who they're going to. I know who they're going to. And you think they'll appreciate them? Of course. Most people. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Well, see, the f- funny thing about the Crockett and Tubbs is I went to uh, Books A Million. Mm-hmm. And that's where I found uh, the Crockett and Tubbs. And they were, it says it right here, there's a little sticker. It says, uh, Books a million exclusive. So that's the only place that they would be, mm-hmm. uh, you would think, right? Books a million. So I bought one, and then I was texting a buddy of mine, and I said, hey, you want one of these Crockett and Tubbs? You know, Funko Pop vinyl figures? He said, yeah. So then I went back in there, and then they were running a sale. Buy two, get one free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I bought three Crockett and Tubbs. What the man tell you? What the man look at the register? <laughs> yeah, he asked me whenever he just looked at me whenever he you know clicked both of them and put them in. But then he asked me. He said, "You want a receipt?" And I said, "No." 
And he was confused? No, he wasn't confused. He was like, this guy, he's got some devious plans with these these Crockett and Tubbs vinyl <laughs> what figures. What is he going to do with these? Yeah, what's he doing with these three pop? of the th- same Crockett and Tubbs vinyl figures, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, I remember um, when I worked at UPS, there were these other two guys, uh, Dan, who's been on the, the, the podcast before, and uh, Clint. And we called ourselves the Three Flaps. And three flaps down, seven flaps up. Can you explain that for people who don't know what it is? <laughs> uh, there's, you might see uh, a UPS truck that has a little extra space in between the two wheels. Mm-hmm. In between the hind wheels and the wheels that go underneath the uh, truck. There's a little like a space in between. And it's, it's where you can put stuff. And then there's these metal, these metal wood flaps that go across the middle there so it's not just all the way stacked so they stack the bottom they put these flaps down then they reload the the things on top and as you unload the truck you need to have at least three of these flaps down there's 10 of them so you got three flaps down but then you got seven flaps up (laughs) anyway uh the uh, we decided that we were gonna wear Hannah Montana shirts to work, mm-hmm. and the problem is, at the time Hannah Montana was still a thing. I don't think the best of two worlds, what worlds collide. What was, what I was Ma- Hannah Montana's movie? Called? I'm not sure the movie. I watched the show. <laughs> well, there was a movie, and that was like the big like. Like I mean, I think I was, yeah, I didn't watch the show, but it was on. Like, Mm -hmm. I knew about it, but it wasn't like I watched it. Right. So, uh, but the thing is, they didn't sell Hannah Montana shirts for men. Right. You know, and we were all in our 20s at the time. But they got to have Hannah Montana for the big girls. (laughs) I didn't find it. So, what I had to do is I had to go to, I went to a JCPenney. And like I said, it was at the tail end of the Hannah Montana. So, there wasn't a lot of selection of Hannah Montana. And I had to get these three little girl shirts, and then I cut out the design and I glued it onto adult size men's shirts, <laughs> you know. And as as we're, as, I went with a buddy of mine. He well, he came with me to go get these shirts, and we couldn't stop laughing because of how ridiculous it was buying mm-hmm. these Hannah Montana shirts, three of the same shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you buy three of the same shirt? And there's only two of us to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like who's the third one for, you know? And they couldn't wear these shirts anyway, you know? And uh we couldn't stop laughing and the guy, the guy looks at us and he says there's something going on. He he says there's something bad going on here. <laughs> and we just take our stuff and we leave. The next day we wore Hannah Montana shirts. It was they great. thought you guys were being devious. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no reason that they have to buy this stuff. Mhm. Yeah. I don't know, it's funny, but I think that opinion is made off of who normally comes in to buy it. If all men came in to buy Hannah Montana shirts, then they wouldn't have like, hey, they wouldn't they're even one think, of them. Oh, okay, yeah, he's just a, a nerd. He's just or one of those But like that's my uh that was my experience with Disney World. Mm-hmm. And um it goes hand in hand with what you're saying right now. I think that the average person who doesn't go to Disney World who has no clue about it, they're like, Oh, Disney is for kids. Mm-hmm. 
until you actually go to Disney World and you under and you watch how many adults actually love Disney. Like mm-hmm. people don't get it. They're like, "Oh, it's for kids." Like, no, when the kids get there, they're happy. Four hours later, they all crying. Mm-hmm. They all a fucking the handful. Hand uh-huh. He's like, oh my god, get your kids out of here. The kids are they're dumb. ruining my fun. Yeah, get the these kids, kids are, out of the here. The kids are not having a good time. They're ruining my hours. adult fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. little kids, like especially the people who bring their kids to these small rides and things like that. Five, six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, like around that time. 10, 11, like, 12. Yeah. yeah, the younger. I'm talking about the younger oh, kids though. Okay. The small children. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> These kids are not coming there to enjoy Disney World. They enjoy a little bit. They love all the the Disney characters. They love that. Four to six hours later, they all crying. Mm-hmm. Like I remember the last time we went, we got there. The kids were running around like crazy. Mm-hmm. A few hours later, they didn't want no corn dogs. They didn't want no pretzels. They wanted to fucking go home and take a nap. Right. Like that was it. It was the parents that was like, "No, we got to go to the next ride. Got to get the next one." <laughs> like, and you have to think about how much money they actually spent to go there. That's that's and another like, thing too. It's like you're gonna enjoy if, this. Fucking you're gonna ride. enjoy it. You know? Yeah. Like this is this is gonna be fun. Yeah. Why aren't you enjoying it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't remember when we were kids and we went, but I would assume that we were probably bitchy and like weird mm-hmm. as we got tired and everything. Right. Good thing my parents was like, "Y'all done? We done?" Mm-hmm. Like they wasn't into it like that, but. Right. Disney has a bunch of adults that's into it, really, really into it more than the kids. Right. Yeah. It's like we went to Universal and we went to the Simpsons little section they had. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was, I was so But you see what I'm that. saying? That's yeah. for, that's not for kids. That's for adults. That's for adults. Yeah. yeah. But I loved it. I thought it was so cool. I, I, w- I would have stayed there all day. I thought it was awesome too. Yeah. I loved it. I love walking around the park. I think that me and you've talked before, and I asked you like, "How old uh, does your does the kid have to be before you start taking them to things like that?" Mm-hmm. And what did you, what was the age you said? I can't remember. I think I said at least like five, mm-hmm. four or five. I'd say older than that. Older than that, right? Yeah. So they start appreciating it. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. You got to keep the kids away from television, which, you know, isn't that hard of a deal, you know, because I remember like being a kid, they would show the the, the advertisements for the uh, parks like that. Like I remember there was a Terminator ride at Universal Studios when I was younger and there was like a T-1000 and he was like, oh, his head was like a snake going through the crowd mm-hmm. and the people were like, whoa, mm-hmm. <laughs> and moving around. And I thought that that was so cool. Yeah. You know, I was like, that would be so neat to go to. Can I go to that? No, we yeah. can't go to that, you know? Yeah. But now that people stream, you don't have to watch the, the tele. There's no commercials like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that Disney World is for children 12 and up. Okay, 12 and up. Yeah, 12 and up, perfect for Disney World. Any uh-huh. younger than that, you're going to have a fucking handful with kids like that. Right. But I like the amusement park themed food. Mm-hmm. Those corn dogs, those foot corn dogs. What are they? The one, I didn't see those. The the large corn dogs that we got. They're like two hot dogs together. I don't remember that. Yeah, I got one. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. You did yeah. the turkey leg. Yeah, <laughs> I turkey leg all day. Can you imagine giving that to a five year old? What What is the? They take a bite and they'd be like, Oh, oh mm, no, <laughs> I don't want it. But they'd hold it for a long time no, until yeah. it was no longer warm, and then you, as the father, could not eat it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you could. 
you yeah. would. But you could be a savage and just yeah, eat it cold. But they got so many like tendons in there. Have you ever had a turkey leg? I have not. I seen you eat one. Um, There's all these I like little like, spears in there. Oh really? Yeah, you got to take them out as you go, and it's kind of gross, but you know it is what it is. They look delicious. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Yeah, it just looks barbaric mm-hmm. to walk around with a whole. That's the beauty leg. of it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's awesome. Feel like a man eating a turkey leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't remember uh, that being a thing when I was a kid, like the whole turkey leg thing. But I feel like um, I don't know. I wonder how Disney World is right now after the pandemic. I would like to. I've been seeing all these things on the internet where girls are going and they're like. I went to Disney jail because I wasn't wearing the proper clothes. I'm mm-hmm. like, is that a thing? I didn't know about that being a thing. I got to get me into Disney jail. What, you what do, do I got to do to get in there? What you going to do in there? I don't know. Just to <laughs> say I, I can make a post on the uh, yeah on, on the grams. It's a bunch of these people that's making posts. It's like, okay, I went to Disney jail. And they show, all the <laughs> gr- they show a girl like coming into the park and she has like a tank top on. Mm-hmm. And then she's like. Two seconds later, and she'll show like a video of her wearing a Disney shirt. They're like, "You can't wear that," and they made her put it on the shirt. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, you want to go to Disney jail and get to yeah, I want to go to Disney. Who and get don't want to go shirt? to Disney jail and get the free shirt? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. What they need to start doing is selling that black popcorn that we got. Mm. How would you know? We never even tried it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we need to try it and then market it to Disney World. Why ain't nobody marketed black popcorn to Disney World? I think that'd be a hit if it was any good anyway. But then everybody's going to see it and think that it's burnt, just like the guy that sold it to us. Yeah. <laughs> you got to advertise it like black popcorn delicious. We go, to the, we go to the farmer's market, this man selling black popcorn, and he said, don't worry when you cook it. It's not burnt. It's just the kernels are black. And he said, whenever we made it, we thought it was we burnt. thought it was burnt because it's like, black. dude, you're a great like, appetizer. Come on, dude. Like, like, come on, don't get say that. Out of like, here. somebody come get. What him. else you farming? Yeah, you like know? somebody come take control. You been hanging of out this. with Joe Rogan? <laughs> 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 well, that's it. You have anything else? Uh, no, I guess not. No, what else you got? No, I said no. All right, well, I think this is the end of the podcast, and thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions. Please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, that's awesome. You can also check us out on any other streaming platform. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.